0: All right. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We are jumping right into another discussion today. What are we talking about?
1: We are talking about knowing your spouse. Knowing your spouse. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal.
0: It is a big deal. Now, knowing them, how? Because the Bible, knowing your spouse is sexual.
1: Uh, uh, well, <laughs> Adam,
0: Adam <laughs> knew Eve.
1: I mean, that is, is that part of marriage. About? That is part of marriage, and we will talk about that. Just we're not not in about today's episode. Oh man, we
0: got to wait for people to come back again. And listen. Well, that
1: just gives them something to come back to listen Absolutely. to. Absolutely.
0: So mm-hmm. today is not the sexual knowing no. today is the understanding knowing
1: yes
0: yes which is very important i'm sure in your heart but guys i want to talk to all our guys out there understanding your wife is very important and knowledge about how your spouse works mm-hmm. in both ways right how yeah. your spouse works so the sex part is important, but understanding one another <laughs> is very, very important. And let's be honest: if you understand each other better, could lead to a little bit more of the I biblical mean, knowing.
1: I mean, <laughs>
0: absolutely. I mean, all right. Proverbs twenty-four. Let's start there, uh, verse three and four. We'll give it kind of our foundation. A house is built by knowledge, mm-hmm. and it becomes strong through understanding. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with all sorts of precious riches and valuables. So the discussion here is that you're building a home. Yes. We're building our home. We don't just cohabitate in a building. We're, uh, a house is not just a building. You make your house a home. A home. And a home is built by wisdom. And it becomes strong through understanding and through knowledge, its rooms are filled. So there, I love that progressiveness. Yeah. Like you, you you, purchase or build this home in wisdom, then through understanding, it becomes stronger. Marriage yeah. becomes stronger. Well, and knowledge we understand. and understanding
1: are a good thing, right? Yeah. It's something to seek after because it's going to help you build a strong foundation, a beautiful home. Yeah.
0: And then as we grow in knowledge of each other, we put riches, the riches experience, the rich encounters, the rich family we build.
1: <laughs> so I think what we're trying to say is not to despise Getting knowledge and understanding right. of your spouse because it's got a biblical principle too. It helps you build. It a helps beautiful you build what you really home. want. Yeah, right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And Proverbs also says in four seven, Proverbs four seven. With all you're getting, get understanding. So that's our foundation today. Know your spouse, knowing yourself. Um, and so we're going to talk about um, something today called the five love languages. It was oh, a book written a by book. Gary Chapman. Yeah. yeah so we want to give a shout out to Gary. I don't Go know Gary. Gary personally, but. Much love to you, Gary. (laughs) Appreciate you, my friend, maybe future friend. Um, But knowing yourself, knowing your spouse is getting understanding. It's interesting because you bring up five love languages to some people and it's turned into a bit of a formula. So there's some negative reaction when someone says you can't classify me in five love languages, that's, that minimizes who I am or shrinks us down. Or some people may say, well, I read a book that there were seven love languages or whatever. So praise God for all of those wonderful thoughts, but you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And I think that Gary Chapman's book uh, helps us in the idea that men and women think differently and we give and receive love in specific ways. And that's the understanding. It's the discovery of how do you... How are you communicating love to your spouse? Right, and then knowing your spouse is your spouse has a way of receiving love. Right, and I want to know what that language is because I right. want to speak that language because yeah. relationships are built on communication.
1: Yeah, communicate. Well, it's kind of funny. It'd, it'd be like you know, uh, me, us trying to have a marriage and yet we're speaking two completely different languages. It'd be very difficult for us to build a home if I only spoke Spanish and you didn't know Spanish and you were only speaking Swedish, right? Right. So that would be those two totally different languages that if you're communicating, we can't have any understanding. We can't communicate. We can't build a marriage on that. So
0: the only way for us to then develop that communication, which is communion, which is that connection that we're desiring is to learn the other person's language.
1: Yeah. yeah. So question, because this was a, a book that we brought into our marriage mm-hmm. like years ago. Um, how has it changed us? It helped us.
0: I think when I, heard these five principles that we'll go over, these five styles of lang- love language, as you call it. And again, there may be seven, there may be 10, who knows? And you may be a mixture. Most of us yeah, are. I we're am. a mixture of more than one. Right. Um, so we're not saying that we're trying to put anybody in a box. We're not trying to shrink or minimize anybody down to a formula. But again, these are all tools, skills, ingredients, like we said in our first episode, uh, that'll help. And so just understanding that your spouse communicates differently, uh, they feel things differently and you want to speak a language that they know. So that's how it's helped me is it, it, it makes me a learner of mm, you. It's yeah. put me in a position of saying, I want to not just be heard, um, but I want to understand. I want you to understand me. I want you to not just hear what I'm saying, but I want you to understand it. I want you to receive it, to feel what I want you to feel and not just you know, I'm given all this communication, but it's not, it's not hitting in the right way. It's not communicating, Yeah. you know, so that's what I've learned. There's, I need to learn about me. And then in learning about me, I also need to learn about you. And then I need to help you understand me. So that, I think that's something else we're going to talk about today. It's not just, I have a love language, you should learn it, but rather I know myself, I've done some self-discovery and I can help you know me. Yeah. And
1: then. And I feel like that's changed forth. our marriage. Yeah. So some of these tools, I know that it's just even going through this book and understanding the different love languages has impacted our marriage, which has been really cool because I can learn to speak your language um, and uh, we've been able to communicate yeah, even absolutely. at a higher level. And there's been more freedom in our marriage too, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let me get right into some of these love languages. So... Um, people need communication. Five love languages. So in Dr. Gary Chapman's book, uh, the first love language that we'll talk about is words of affirmation. Uh, Do you want to start with words of affirmation? You want to go with that?
1: Yeah, I can do that. Um, Words of affirmation. So um, in speaking love love languages, you may be a person or your spouse may be an individual who gives and receives love through words of affirmation. So these are like positive things like saying, I love you, or saying you look pretty, or you're handsome, or hey, you did a really great job with this, or you're really good at something like this. It's just a way that they receive love. So my spouse feels most loved when someone gives them compliments, encourages them, or simply says, I love you. On the other hand, um, you know, criticism or negative comments may be difficult. I am very much a words of affirmation person. So when you say to me that I did a really good job or that you love me, I feel seen. I feel known. I take that to heart. Those words are very impactful for me. Um, I appreciate that very much.
0: Well I appreciate you saying that your strength can also be your greatest weakness. So if words mean a lot to you, well, let's let's say that slower. Words mean a lot to you. So positive words mean a lot to you, but negative words would yeah, impact you very impactful, even, deeper. even deeper. Yeah, so I think that's important that we hear that. If you know that your spouse um, words are important to them. That means the giving of words are important and also the withholding of words yeah, are important. So big deal. not writing that card or not, you know, communicating compliments like that's that deeply impacts your spouse. And again, if you want a healthy marriage, then you do the work. We've been talking about doing the work. This would now be a skill set that you learn. We, we've talked about your relationship with the Lord, but... This may take work. Learning a new language, like you try to learn a new language every night.
1: What's your? I do. I try to learn Spanish. I'm Cuban, so my mom's first language is Spanish, and somehow I am 44 years old and still don't speak Spanish, and um, so I'm just trying to rectify that and to learn the Spanish language. And so every night I work on that a little bit and learn a little bit more and a little bit more.
0: Yeah, so but it takes effort it and it takes, takes effort, work. And it so takes it takes time, intentionality. All of these love languages are going to take effort and they're going to take work.
1: And time and intention intentionality. Like I have to make that a habit to focus on that, to pick that up. And over time, um, I get better at understanding and picking up and my ear is attuned to that language, which is a big deal as well. Um, so it becomes more natural. It becomes more natural. Um, I just think of, uh, it's funny because you know, I can have a love language that's important to me, like words are important to me, but if words are not important to you, you may look at me and be like, that's not the, why do I have to use words? That's not like, yeah. I don't see why that's impactful or why that would mean much to you. Um, so I know that there's like individuals out there who we've heard say, I told my wife that I loved her once and if anything changes, then I'll let her know. So yeah. they said it once in 50 years and they've never yeah. said it in 50 years since then. Yeah. But their wife's love language is words. Yeah. And that's going to be some friction. Yeah, and that's
0: what this conversation is about. Like you really need to take a deep dive into your marriage. And your partner and your marriage and your partner is not your parents. Yeah. And for some of us, let's be honest, Do you want your parents' marriage. And if you don't want your parents' marriage, then you need to do things differently. Don't settle with the same habits that were just passed down from your parents. But some of your parents, you might want their marriage. Yeah. And what were some of the things that they did well? And you want to you want to bring those into your marriage. But I would say for some of us, I don't want to, you know, you, you never want to like... You know, say guys and girls because we all deal with these things, right? Guys that have words of affirmation, Um, too. Guys need, there's some guys that desperately live like that. That word of affirmation is a big deal, and their wife encouraging them saying, I believe in you, Um, even though I'm attracted to you. you know, you did a great job in that. Like, we're still that junior hire or that high schooler on the inside that wants to impress our lady, you know, watching us somehow. that We did something that, you know, took her breath away. So you want to hear when you've done well. But for some guys, it's not natural. And especially if they came from or a home. Girls. Or girls. Especially if they came from a home where dad was hard and dad was um, – he kind of hid behind this veneer of like – you know, men, you know, men aren't sensitive or that's all women's stuff and the cards and the ushi gushi, whatever, you mocked it maybe. And so you, you may have to press through that, right? That's what I'm trying to say for our guy friends out there is don't imitate your earthly father, imitate your heavenly father. Yeah, that's right? good. And in, in God is a word's God, like he is the word. In the beginning, was the word. The word is with God. The word was God. And he consistently tells his children how much he loves them. He consistently tells his bride, the church, how much he loves her. And so we want to learn new skills, new habits. And one of the ways that your spouse, husband or wife, is going to give or receive love is words. And so you may have to make yourself become more aware of how often you compliment. How often, don't just think thoughts of love share those thoughts in words so they can get out there in the
1: atmosphere. Yeah. So words are powerful. So it's probably it's really important for us to just kind of have a good understanding, right? Like words of affirmation is a love language yeah. and you may or may not have it and your spouse may or may not have it, or they may have it to some degree. Most of us are a compilation of one of these five, yeah. like you said a few minutes ago. So just to be aware that words are a love language. And we may not realize that we have that as a love language that's important to us because many of us haven't stopped to even consider what our specific love languages are. And so it's important to just take time to pause because a lot of times what ends up happening is we often try to give love the way that we would receive it. Right. Right. And so to understand yourself, but then to understand your spouse, because you could be trying to give love in words of affirmation consistently, um, thinking that you're showing your spouse, Hey, I love you. But if that's not their love language, then they're not receiving it. Right. So there's just needs to be a good understanding of the way that you give and that you would receive and your spouse at the same time so that you can get on the same page and speak each other's love language.
0: Yeah. So an example of what you're trying to say, if in a minute, we'll talk about acts of service and things like that. So let me just use that as a quick example if words are not as, they're, they're important to everyone. Let's just say that. Like, even if you think well, words aren't important to me, you may not realize how words would still make a difference, right? If, you know, like I said, God is speaking words to you, even if you don't think words are important, and he's yeah, still speaking them to yeah. you because he knows they're important for you. So even though they may not be your thing, they may not be your natural bend, everyone needs the word of life, life-giving words put into them. Um, but let's say you're more bending on acts of service and we'll talk about acts of service more in a second. But if you're telling me you love me all the time, but I'm an acts of service person, which feels love more by being taken care of or seeing you help co carry the burden, you know, of our home or of our life that I may not be feeling very loved by you, yeah. though you're telling though I'm me telling I love you, love you all the time, I love, you, I love you, I, you, I love, like love you, I Because I'm feeling like you're not caring your portion of responsibility, right? Right. And so that's what we're saying. Um, it's not that your spouse doesn't love you, but they may be just loving you in their way. And you need to learn to speak your spouse's way so that they can yeah, hear Yeah, but it.
1: recognize that that's how you also receive right. love and what you're looking for. And so there's a self-awareness journey and a journey that we go on to understand our spouse.
0: So some skills real quick. Pay attention to the thoughts you have about your spouse. Vocalize those thoughts. I think that's the big thing. Don't just think thoughts. yeah you know, they did did a good job and like pay attention to those thoughts and communicate those thoughts. You can leave a paper trail, you know, of your thoughts with written notes, little notes around that people still do. Do people still use paper?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. We still use paper paper matter to you really? Like
0: if I sent you a text only and does paper, you know, make a difference in a a different way?
1: I mean, in a different way, you know, it's just different using different mediums, right? You're doing, using different ways to communicate it. And so it just is a special thing. Like when you send me random texts throughout the day, you do that often, um, that you're thinking about me or that you love me or an encouraging word. I am a words of affirmation girl. So that Does so much and goes so far with me. But then, you know, if you do, when you write me, it's so funny when it's my birthday or Mother's Day, you're like, what do you want? And I'm like, I just want my card. You know, the kids are like, Mom, what do you want for Mother's Day? I want words. I've gone to like saying, I want words from you guys. And they know that that's what's most important to mom, is she just wants to hear how much they love me and what I mean to them. Like, that's more than anything. Um, that I want are words. So when I get those cards, those are treasure, I hang on to that. Um, It's a big deal.
0: And texts are great. They're quick and they're easy. Uh, But the card would actually probably touch your heart in two ways. It would be a gift and it would be words together. And I think you also appreciate that cards are a little bit more than you know, love you or thinking of you, but you're supposed to, in a card, <laughs> write a little paragraph or yes. something. And that yes. kind Yes. Of, yeah. You
1: don't just buy a card just to buy a card, right. like a card and you sign your name. Like yeah,
0: it's it's got, they already did all the work. They, they wrote some beautiful thing. And you just write, yeah, there's space, love me. No,
1: no, <laughs> no. There's space it. there for you to add your own words. Yeah. You're supposed to add to it. It gives you a great starting page. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So spontaneous text, meaningful compliments, uh, and, and start learning that habit as soon as you think a positive thought about your spouse um, send it.
1: You do a really good job at that. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate you that. You do. You pause. I got better, but
0: I wasn't that way in the beginning.
1: No. No.
0: Because I was busy with life and I was like, well, I'll talk to her later and she knows I love her, same thing. So these aren't things that
1: I mean, you we like words, grown. but your specific main love language is not words, and so yeah. it just didn't wasn't as important to you.
0: So just like anything, it's a skill and a habit that you can learn. And I wanted to learn it because I want you to feel loved. That's the whole purpose, right? Is that you feel what I'm wanting you to feel as my wife. I want you to feel loved. And if words are a big deal to you, then they need to become a bigger deal to me. And we can all learn skill sets, just like we can all learn a new language. Right. If you put the work in.
1: And to be intentional and, and look intentional. for it. Yeah.
0: Okay. So next one, after words, let's add quality time. You mm. want to start with that one?
1: Quality time is exactly what it is, time. Just having time together, setting aside time to spend and to be with one another.
0: That's hard to do in our world now. I mean, it kids is. kids are in sports. You, you, you're a full-time working woman. I work full-time. Um, we have you know, the ministry side of life. We have still have the bills side of life and the business side of life. Yeah, and yeah. You've got kids in plays. Kids but if in, it is
1: somebody's love language, yeah. then realizing that no amount of words or other things, like that person craves that time, right? And that's how they will know that they're feeling loved. It's so funny because yes, we're talking about marriage here, but this is every relationship that you have. I'm like, I think through our kids. We have a couple kids. That time is their love language, and so they, we have to, knowing that they're craving that. Then we have to put everything down when they are ready for that time and go carve out specific time just to sit and focus on them um, to be intentional with that. So if you're if you have that need, if your spouse has that need, and that's how they feel love, then just setting aside time off of your cell phone, time together, quality time together is not sitting close to each other and you're both on your cell phones. It's not being distracted. It's being intentional. You can be cuddled up in the couch. You could be having an intentional conversation. Just having that quality time together is a really big deal.
0: So some thoughts we wrote down on this is it's important to you that your spouse is attentive and that you feel they're listening to you. That they're engaged in the conversation. That's a big deal because so many times we listen halfway. Yeah. Like we're like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I and think I said this last night because we were, we were sitting
1: down after, like we had gotten done with everything and um, I came into the living room and wanted to have a conversation, but you had some work on your phone and I got so frustrated last night because, and but you didn't know that I was coming in to have an intentional well, quality time. because I time. was
0: multitasking. Doesn't that work? Isn't <laughs> Multi- that a real thing? You can't
1: multitask in that. It didn't work, but I got so frustrated. So I just waited, but then I was like, hey. And you were, you know, I want time and you were so gracious mean you put your phone down and then we had quality time.
0: And so as we, in this paragraph, it says that you just want your partner just to stop every once in a while, just to yeah. stop other things and just focus on being together. To deepen your connection with your spouse whose love language is a quality time. Ensure that you're making lots of eye contact. That's a little skill set.
1: Yep, skill set.
0: Look them in the eye. That's why me looking at my cell phone and you talking is not the same thing as quality time. And you can watch a movie and that's kind of together. It's time, but it's still not touching in a certain area of your spouse's heart that wants face-to-face contact. This is
1: where date nights come in, setting aside that quality time to focus on you just being together, which is hard for somebody who is like a doer, a go-getter who maybe even is task list oriented, right? Like I got to get all these things done. These things are important. So sometimes it's difficult for those of us who are wired that way to just pause and have that intentional quality time and think that that's important because wait a minute, I have all these other pressing needs. But if your marriage, your marriage is that first, most important relationship, right? And so God brought them into your life. So to pause your not wasting time by spending quality time with your spouse. No. You're actually investing time into your future, into the rocking chairs rocking of the gears. future.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm going to say something probably kind of sensitive maybe. Um, but there are, there are certain ones of these love languages that can, if you don't have that as a love language, you can almost look down on your spouse's need for that language, because you think they shouldn't need that as much, mm. right? Or
1: could, you think that it might be a weakness. It's a
0: weakness, right? Um, so especially if you're like, I'm a provider that shows I love. You know, I'm a hard worker that shows I love. I'm a protector that shows I love. And you're, and you can almost look down like, why does my spouse need so much time? You know, she or he is so needy. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but if that's the way God wired them up, same thing with words. Like, why do they need to be complimented? Like, why do they need to be? And, and we don't realize that we're being judges, judgmental
1: yeah.
0: of of someone's design, of the way they were created. That would be like, like yelling at a plant, saying, "Why do you need so much water? It's so aggravating." Yeah, like,
1: yeah. Like, yeah, it's but true. But it's created
0: that way. It was it was created with certain ways of seeing the world or a certain way of thinking and it's like you can't you need to find the beauty in how your spouse is created and it's not a deficiency in them they're not broken it's yeah. not a weakness but if you look at it like a weakness and you're always going to feel like you're tolerating that love language or you're putting you know you're you're almost accommodating their deficiency rather than you're actively excited because you're feeding it something that it really needs.
1: Yeah, I think that's powerful. But then I also think it's good to remember that by, you know, whether whether it's quality time or words of affirmation, even if that's not something that you feel like you require, I, I, I almost promise you that you're going to be blessed by speaking yeah. your spouse's love language, not just because they're blessed, but it's going to do something inside of you as yeah. an individual as well. It has yeah. for me. It has which me. I think
0: that's part of the wisdom of God in putting people together that don't just speak the same language just like a man and a woman is so different and we'll say this repeatedly throughout this course this series but it's in you learning new skills it's in you growing yeah and this may not have been your natural tendency but then you find out that you actually like giving words and you like intentional quality time. And like you said, these things are not just for dating or marriage relationships. This is gonna help you in your personal relationships at work, church, your children, yeah. Because your child may be a words person. And so now you're not only not learning how to speak to your wife, you're not learning how to speak to your own child. And that could be male or female. Like we have a male child was very much so, a words person. Yes. Matter of fact, he'll, he, he's very, and I love it because he's very self aware. He'll get in the car after school and he'll be like, I know I talk a lot. I've got a lot to say. Turn the radio off and I'm going to talk all the way home until we get <laughs> to he the does. house. And he does he 20 does. minutes of nonstop talking.
1: But he needs it. And
0: he needs it. And he knows what he needs. And we know that he needs that. And so I can look at him and say, why are you that way or i can say that's how god wired him up he's also a very outgoing stage performer communicator and so that's also a strength of his yeah and so like like we were saying this he's great with skill words set, too he's great with words and so this skill set is not only going to help me with my spouse, it's going to help me know my own child and it's going to make me grow. So that's why we're saying God designed it this way because yeah. it's a, life's a journey and part of the joy of life is the joy of, of growing. Yes. And if you're not growing, then you're dying. And so yeah. don't think that you've got a corner on life because you're a hard worker. There's much more. There's more beauty. There's more um, feelings to be felt, more, more moments to be made by you learning these Yeah, languages. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Do awesome. you have that's anything else you want to say on the um quality time? Quality time? No.
1: Nope. What's the next one?
0: Acts of service. Uh-oh. My favorite. Uh-oh. Yes, everyone should be an acts of service person. <laughs> because you're
1: and an acts you're of service. And if you're not an acts of
0: service person, then you're not as good as me. No. Uh-oh. But that's that pride, right? Yeah, that is that, pride. Because that's that is so external. So you know, clean the house, mow the lawn, pay the bills, you know, organize things, you know, make life easier for other people by serving, serving, serving. Um, There's also that little bit of martyristic spirit that can get in there. Like, look at all the serving I'm doing and nobody's helping me. And then you can have this critical spirit on the inside. And no one loves like I love. Like I make the food and I do this and I do that. And you can recount. That's one thing with acts of service people. We're really good at recording.
1: You're saying like we're. It's because <laughs> this, you, is, my this strongest. is what you identify with. <laughs> this, this is, is my really greatest funny. strength Which and is weakness. It's really funny because this one has put us to the test because literally yeah. I am four of the five of these love languages.
0: Yeah, very strong.
1: I am four of the five. We've, but done, I am, we've done
0: little surveys. We've
1: done, we've done tests. We've done personality tests, and everything. Let's say it's
0: one out of 10. You're a 10 on a lot of a these. A 10
1: on like four out of the Five and one of them I don't even rank on.
0: You're like below one.
1: Yeah. And you are only really (laughs) one of the five. And you kind of naturally, and you kind of rank now on the other ones because you've grown into it. Um, But the only one that you really have is acts of service. That's like your main one. Mm -hmm. And that is the one I don't even rank on acts of service. So it's funny because I look back over 25 years of marriage and some of our early. Arguments. Arguments, conflicts, tension was really based on this because mm-hmm. you would be serving, 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 doing all these things, doing the dishes. and I'm sitting on the couch like, how come he doesn't love me? Um, he's not paying attention to me. He doesn't focus on me. I'm like having a pity party over here on the couch and you're just up and doing all I'm having a things.
0: frustrated party in the kitchen. Yes. Why doesn't she get up? Come
1: and Come help me. Come do this
0: with and me. do these things. I'm doing yeah. all these things
1: to love her and she doesn't pay attention to me. But it's really funny because we were both craving love yeah, and attention thing. and sh- and we are speaking two completely different languages, not even connecting. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until we became self-aware mm-hmm. and learned the other person's love language. So now... now when you're doing things around the house, I can identify that love language. I also know how to speak your love language to get up and do things and to serve you in that way. I know that those are things that I can do for you throughout the day that will connect deeply to you. But then you also can recognize and come sit down and you've had to like, Mm -hmm. not look at my love languages as weakness. That's been something that we've had to work on, um, to put everything down and come sit and to spend time, but you've gotten very good at speaking my no, languages. And you? you
0: have gotten very good at speaking my
1: languages. Aww. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, but again, acts of service, a spouse feels most love when you do something to help them. Uh, so, you know, like let's say for a husband, um, and you have new, let's, let's put it in an illustration, like you had babies, like new, not the husband had babies, but yeah, that the wife be, had babies. <laughs>
1: well, and you, it's so funny that you said that plural, because we did have twins. We did. Yeah, we, we did. did have twins. So and it's then always had, plural for me. We had 318 months at one time. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was kind of crazy.
0: But too many times, right? A guy comes in and isn't helping, right? And then he's like, I, where's this? And why isn't this done? And why isn't that done? And it's like, why don't you help? And that's the spirit. I think that's a good way to say it. It's not just acts of service, but it's helpfulness being helpful. How can I be of help to my spouse at this time? Whether it's whether my spouse's, you know, my husband or my spouse is my wife, maybe that's a better way to ask the question, you know, rather than acts of service. Like, how can I be helpful in what they're going through right now? Maybe there's a stressful season at work and how can I be helpful to my spouse? Maybe the kids are young and crazy. How can I be of help to take some pressure, to take yeah. some burden off, you know, my spouse? So this could mean Running some errands, offering um, to maybe talk about work that day and process work that day, and maybe taking a task off their plate if they're feeling overwhelmed. Um, so just that spirit of we want to we want to show that we we love them. Uh, but also, this is important. It's a nonverbal um, it's it's a non expression to your partner. We call it a love language, but you know, we talk words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this. You want to, um, like when you're learning how to do acts of service or you're learning how to be helpful to your spouse, um, it's learning that skill of how do I communicate love to them and I'm not able to use words, right? Like if I can't use words, how can I communicate to my spouse that they're important to me or that they love me? Um, so that's maybe a better way to look at it like, oh, I've got to do dishes or I've got a clean house or I've got to mow lawn or I've got to, I've got to, I've got to. It's not about you doing things. That's what I'm trying to say. It's just changing the mindset. Like if if your spouse is
1: an access service person and you're not necessarily geared up that way, which is us. (laughs) It's me changing my mindset to not look at it as tasks or things that I have to do for you, but it's ways for me to to show you that I love you and to be helpful. And I'm speaking your love language. So it's just a change of mindset, um, which I've had to do because I'm just not wired up that way necessarily to be an access service person. And so I've had to change my mindset on it. I've had to be patient with you as you speak that language, and I've had to learn to speak it at the same time.
0: So we're going to pause this conversation for today on this episode, but in our next episode, we'll pick up with two more love languages and some more application on how to make that possible in your marriage. So we're excited about our next episode.